Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Musicians Mastermind call yet again. And today's topic is, is it possible... Is it feasible? Does it make any sense at all for you to possibly charge fans to become a part of your private Facebook group? If yes, what does that look like? Are we charging a little wee bit of money, like 99 cents or something, and trying to get a bunch of people in? Are we are we packaging up the Facebook group with, with a bunch of other stuff and charging like $99 a month. Uh, what does it look like? You know, and, and what, what could we do to cr- make that Facebook something that people would be like, sure, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for that. How, how do we do it? How does it look? If it, if the answer is yes, if the answer is no, why? Let's talk about that. We've got uh, uh, Carrie JK and Joe Freeman here with us today. So guys, welcome, Carrie. Welcome, Joe. It's good to have you guys back. Morning, Lou. All right. So, um, Carrie says he has some thoughts on it. Yeah. We're just going to kind of jump in. It's not super organized, but we're going to, there will be show notes and everything as well. We'll publish so you guys can review stuff. So, my my opening statements on that and my biggest biggest problem with it is it's Facebook. Um, There's two issues I have with that. Firstly, it breaks one of the principles I've come to operate on, which is never limit yourself to just one platform because then you're limiting it to the customers of that one platform and excluding people who don't want to use it. And in the case of Facebook in particular, which has had some notorious press over the past couple of years and still (coughs) has its own foibles, unfortunately, it remains pretty much the only game in town for doing groups in the way that it does now. Google Plus did, but died to death and never really took off anyway. Uh, Obviously, Yahoo is... Last decade, what Yahoo? Uh, what was that? I think, yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, way back in the Jurassic Age, and I think even web forums qualify for that. However, I will come back to web forums shortly and, um, and, and other alternatives. I mean, personally, I sort of use Facebook under protest these days simply because I find it so much quicker to do things other ways. And I, if I do something on Facebook, I usually know I'm gonna have to spend 20 minutes doing something that would take a couple of minutes somewhere else. <laughs> And a lot of people feel the same. And that's before you get into the whole data mining thing and the whole big data. Um, I kind of feel that the, um, the honeymoon's over for big data in terms of people not, not caring. Now they actually care quite deeply about where the data's going. And Facebook has become, has become pretty notorious for that. So I would be wary of tying anything you do just to Facebook. And so out of the two options you gave there, you did put two extremes in there. You said 99 cents for just Facebook or $99 for a whole package. I think whole package with Facebook included, but not $99. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I have to come from a different angle. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of a Facebook group is to do what? So a lot of your audience, your fans, your whatever your audience is, um, they want to be part of something. They want to be part of a community. 
Facebook makes it really easy to start a community and communicate with the people who are your biggest fans. With that said, Carrie does say that, hey, you know, that's not your platform. You don't own it. But Facebook Messenger these days and Facebook groups get like 30% higher um, interaction than email does. I'm not saying email's dead. What I am saying is that if you can get something where people are going to interact quicker, that they like interacting with, then why not use it? And I'm not saying not to put them on email because you own your email list. You do not own your Facebook messenger. You don't own your Facebook group, but it's a convenient place to communicate with your fans. So it takes some effort. It takes some know-how. It takes some technology to do the messenger thing. The group thing, it's really easy to start. It's really easy to communicate with your fans. It's really easy to find out what they do and do not like. Okay, because you just put out little posts, you ask them questions. These are things that musicians, other people who are entrepreneurs can do and not need someone like me. You could easily put up a little, you know, Facebook post and ask your group questions. You know what I mean? So that when you do come to someone who's going to do your automation, your sales funnel, so forth, you have an idea of who you're dealing with and you're not relying on the marketing company to go out and figure out your message for you completely. You know what I mean? As far as big data goes, um, Facebook right now has tons of data on us. There's so many things they're doing that we don't even know about, or most people don't know about, um, that there's a lot of data there. And if you take someone from a Facebook ad into messenger or into a group, Facebook is actually giving you lower cost per click from what I'm hearing from most entrepreneurs than if you were to take them to a landing page. Now, the smartest thing isn't to say, okay, well, I'm going to do everything Facebook because that's their platform. The smartest thing would be to intermix landing pages with emails with Facebook. So Facebook might be where you get your traffic. It might be where you do most of your one-on-one um, -on -one communication like um Lou, you're talking about Facebook groups. So Facebook groups, I see a lot of people using um, Q&A, a lot of people using groups for um, group masterminds, like kind of like what we're doing here, but right, they're charging right. for it. Um, but usually it's an addition to a package. So normally you don't go out and actually you're not allowed um, to go out and say, hey, I'm going to charge you to join a Facebook group. That's actually against Facebook's terms of terms and conditions. I know people who do it. I know people who get away with it very well and charge anywhere from 17 to $47 a month for it. Um, but I'm not advising it. What I would advise <clears throat> is that you would go out and you would find out one, What's going to give my client the biggest value? What do they need? What do they want? And then you give them what they need and what's going to get them the solution that they want. And you add the community on the back end. Okay. If you're charging, if you're not charging, then putting a, a non-paid community on the front end is a good place just to collect everybody who believes in the same things you do. Um, 
they want they want to talk about and communicate about the same things you do and it's a good place to have a platform to publish so a lot of people will go out and start a website and they'll create a blog and they'll start writing or they'll go on to um these different places and they believe that they've got to create a place for them to publish i don't have to spend thousands of dollars anymore to create a place to publish you know i can use facebook i can use youtube i can use instagram depending on the type of material the media that you're putting out there that you feel most comfortable creating whether it's you know written video or or audio like lude you do the podcast you have and you we do this here this very easily transfers itself to video so there's a lot of different mindsets on the whole group thing but what i would definitely like second on what carrie said is no matter what you always try to get your biggest fans over into an email list or into something you own so even if you're going to say okay i need to build a community cuz i don't really know my audience so you build a free community and then you try to get people into your um your messenger bot or your email list and then from there that's when you start trying to sell them um now can i do a paid group on the back end um you can what value are you giving them what is the purpose of that free group is that paid group because groups are a lot of work um a lot of people is like oh just start a group you you can't just start a group and and think it's like i'm going to do this overnight for most people you've got to come up with videos you got to come up with what you're going to talk about you've got to actually manage people's comments in the group There's a lot of work that goes in a group. I know a few entrepreneurs, they have a team of 3 to 6 people who do nothing but manage their group. But they're charging 17 to $47 a month and then using that group to upcharge people into their $1000 program. <clears throat> um okay. I want to uh make a little clarification here because this goes goes on over on YouTube and there are people will chiming in ex- telling us why we're wrong about a couple mm-hmm. things. Okay. Um back in uh back January of 2018, Facebook did change their policies and you are allowed to charge for certain groups. Oh cool. Um yeah. Um so um TechCrunch reports that fees will range 499 to 299 a month. Yes, that's right. So you could charge uh because they because what went up happens you'll get charged then Facebook of course is going to want to put their fingers in the pie and they're going to get a cut of that. So you could end up paying, you know, a few hundred dollars a month to Facebook. This is not a uh, top talk about all the ins and outs of that particular feature. So I don't want to get like you know what i mean i don't want to get hung up on it. i don't want to spend uh, i don't even want to spend 5 minutes on it i just want to put it out there that there is a way to do it um if you want to charge just for the facebook group <clears throat> there's a way to do it cuz i was researching this before we started today a little bit um so you can go that if you go to charging how do you, how how can you charge how can i charge for my facebook group there is uh, several articles online uh that will that will explain that to you it's not all kinds of groups from the way i understand it's different kinds uh you may have to you you may have to submit some kind of thing to Facebook to get permission to do it whatever um the way around that though is to create something and make the Facebook group part 
of it. Now, the Facebook group can be a big part of it. It could be the main thing that they're getting. You know what I mean? So as musicians, maybe, you know, you sell people an idea that they're going to get a new song every month, you know, for, you know, a dollar. Um, and then we're all going to hang out in my private Facebook group. And mainly what you're doing is hanging out in the private Facebook group. And the song could be whatever. It could be an acoustic cover. It could be, you know, whatever. <clears throat> so it's just, it's just, it's the, the devil's in like how you do it. Not, not so, so much in exactly uh, what you do with it um there are um i know i know you know i've noticed this too with facebook the slowness both on mobile and on computer uh of it um and i don't know if if facebook is just getting too big for its britches like they just the server power or whatever is just not able to keep up with the two billion people that are on it you know i don't i don't know if it's if it's that i see that as going to be as a not today maybe not this year next year but i see this as something that could really hurt them because everybody wants it fast right carrie (laughs) everybody wants it like immediately that's why twitter is constant that's why twitter is constant yeah why they have resisted putting on all these bells and whistles features that everyone else has right they've they've gone the other way their usp has always been simplicity yeah so even even when they went up to 240 characters it was a big deal videos are still only two minutes 20 yeah and you deal with it yeah so you just have to kind of um so you have to think about now there are sites other than patreon that you can host subscription content like OnlyFans, uh, I believe, as well as I think I, I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong on this, uh, because I think I, I've heard maybe I have or maybe I've not heard you talk about this in other me, uh, other mastermind meetings. Um, Joe uh, Kajabi. I don't know if you know what that is. Maybe maybe I'm thinking yeah. of something else. But Kajabi, Subly, Rackspace. There are some other. Things I think you can even do something with Amazon. I'm not exactly sure, um, but there are other um, sites uh, to host your uh, subscription stuff. For which, what you could do here's a kind of workaround if you're going like, but I'm working on Facebook and I want to use the many chat and I want to like hit people with all that stuff. What you could do, there's so many. You could connect the group to. The, one of these subscription um, plat, the, one of these subscription platforms, um, like MemberPress, um, SubHub, Memberful, you know. So in other words, you get that you get them into the group, and then you start talking, you start showing them where all this content is, um, right. and you just use the group as an adjunct, you know, as a more, uh, you know, maybe an easier way so that, so they don't they don't have to log into some specialty uh, app. They you can keep them on keep them on Facebook, and you Whoa. can just put the content on on these uh, uh, on these other sites as well. F- but the Facebook groups do allow you to post files and stuff like that. I in both of my Whoa. groups we have different files and stuff that are there's a file section where you can go and read stuff or watch stuff or whatever as well. So it is comprehensive, and it's very tempting to just kind of be there, but you may want to be thinking beyond that. I, I think one of you guys is chomping at the bit to say something. Joe, so, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Joe is, yeah. Go ahead. The one thing I want to go back to is that um, 
most of the time, the way entrepreneurs have done things is they've taken people from a social media platform and try to get them into email, get them into their membership site, stuff like that. And in a membership site, you can list all of that different stuff. In music, you can list all those that music on a bunch of different sites. Going back to what um, you said, there was a comment in YouTube um, on you know that Facebook now allowing paid groups, but you also said that they they want a piece of that pie, right? I believe so. The way I understand it, yes. Yeah, I don't know anything about that because I tend to gravitate towards the try to take it off of the social media, mm -hmm. the old. You know, I guess in some cases, the old way of doing things, I do know people who they want to keep everything on Facebook. So Facebook has made it in some cases, and I don't know the ins and outs of that, but they have made it so that now you can keep people in your group. So literally, if I wanted to, I could create a whole membership site because there's lessons and files and, um, you know, there's even a new software coming out where it will analyze your video in Facebook and create transcriptions and you can search it now and all this stuff and you can try, you can keep everybody in there. So could I run a whole business on Facebook? Yeah, I could do my ads. I could do, you know, I can collect money. I could get them into the group. I could put my lessons in there. I could put all my deliverables in there. I could communicate with my clients in there. I don't have to go anywhere else. Is that the safest plan? What yeah. if Facebook changes their mind? Yeah, so, and, I was, and I was—I was about to say there's uh, almost, yeah, so there's almost yeah. almost too many options for us, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you don't want to restrict yourself to one option. I, I think mm -hmm. that I think that there is <clears throat> there are um, other services out there if you don't want to build a page or a, a subscription site. Like I know somebody that has built a kick ass subscription site. Okay. Um, it's a total monster and he's got a whole team of people managing it. Um, but nobody can tell him what to do. You know, anybody in the group doesn't like anybody in the, in the, in his group doesn't like it. They he kicks him right out. He brooks <laughs> no insubordination. It's his group. He's insanely, successful uh with it but um and he doesn't mess around with that he was even slow getting to social media he built his business in the early days in the early 2000s where you used um you know he article marketing and, and things like that <clears throat> so i i like his model a lot the 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 libertarian philosophy side of me loves that you know what I mean? Go it alone. Screw everybody. You know what I mean? I don't need your, you know, confinements, Facebook, you know. Um, but on the practical side of it, a lot of people that are going to listen to this may not be in a position to have something built. Um, they're going to be looking for solutions that will give them the freedom to do what they want to do um, without the without the constant fear of Big Brother Facebook looking over mm -hmm. their shoulder and going, ah, 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 you can't do that. We're turning yeah. your page off. That has happened to me. I got hacked uh, uh, earlier this year, and I thank God they didn't take my group away, but they took all my pages away. I couldn't run any Facebook ads or anything for uh, a month. Um, so that just, you know, that gave me uh, great pause. Mm -hmm. <laughs> About, and I couldn't start enough and they knew everything. I tried creating another uh, Facebook um, uh, account with a different email and stuff. They knew it was me. 
they would not let me do anything. I was, my hands were completely tied. I tried every which way I could to get around it and I could not. So, um, so your risk, you are, that is a real threat. I mean, you look at the world we live in today, you know, you, you don't know what could happen. You could lose that. Um, so if I want to keep the stuff off and other things, you don't, what happens if they delete your group and you have tons of stuff stored there and files and videos and everything like that, like you've lost maybe years of content that you've created. That's why I like have Michael get on here with these things and immediately, you know, you know, pull them down and we have them and, you know, they're all over the internet. It'd be very, actually be very difficult to get rid of a lot of my content, even if I wanted to. So what are your guys, what are your thoughts on this? Because there's other ways to do this. I mean, there's other sites you can, um, you know, create um, uh, anything, you know, do what are your sort of ideas on this? Two things um, coming there. First of all, uh, there's a bit of the sort of the Planets of the Apes thing about um, will Facebook one day become MySpace? Um, because my MySpace was at one time, believe it or not, crazy as is, is, is now, there was a time when MySpace was going to be around forever and it was always going to be dominant, even though it had howling flaws, which they weren't addressing. But, it, but then Facebook happened and those howling flaws happened for lunch. Now, at the moment, Facebook are the only people doing certain things, but there are still certain complaints with the site that they've never been able to get past. And one day, somebody will come up with something new. If we knew what it was, we'd be billionaires, but we're not those guys. Um, But one day, somebody will come up with the successor to Facebook. Now, on that day, you can move on to whatever the new thing is, but you've also then got to keep in mind that there's that possibility. And I mean, I'm, I'm going right back to when uh, what I remember was right back to things like PHPBB and web forums. And we did amazing stuff with those. And I yeah. think we've actually lost something about hosted web forums. Well, great to have. And yeah, it was still work to maintain because they always are. Um, and, you, and you had to be on top of the spam and the rest of it. But you were in control. And you can, of course, maintain something similar with WordPress. Um, all the plugins are there. All the features are there. They can get their own profiles from a central place that will work with other WordPress sites. So there's so much can be done. One of the issues here, though, and this comes back to also um, the marketing thing, when we, talk, when we talked before about where to host your files and download them and why you should use things like Spotify and YouTube and all that when you could just sell, or Bandcamp, when you could just sell them from your own site. And this comes back to when we've been selling our jewellery as well. The reason why we do most of our sales through Etsy is because it is dev- we have our own store for things, but it is devilishly hard getting people to come to your own web store when they could go to a central marketplace that they trust and where they will probably buy more than one thing from more than one seller. Um, what I compare this to, I had this conversation with somebody lately, they were saying that it, it was really resistant to putting this stuff on Bandcamp because Bandcamp took 50%. 50%, um, to be honest. I said, well, first of all, a lot of ba- the ethos of Bandcamp means that most of the people who buy stuff on Bandcamp pay more than the asking anyway. It's got that style to it. But also, if you think of it like if you're going to open a shop and your choices are to um, pay rent in the city centre where there's footfall, or to have a place out in the sticks somewhere where it's your own building and there's no rent, but you're out in the sticks. 
And that's a great option if you can get all those people out to the sticks to visit your shop. Otherwise, they're probably going to go into town instead and you're not going to see their business. So really, you want to ideally, it's what Joe was saying. If you can have the if you can have like the city centre location that you pay rent on. But then when they do that, that's not your big store. Your big store is the one out in the sticks that you can then tell people about once they've come and become a loyal customer in the city centre. But you can't. But that's that's the sort of like analogy of them being on a central um, site. And yeah, Facebook would be one of those. And then but then maybe get. I, I'm not saying that there's like an answer one way or the other right now, but I just want to throw that out there. That <laughs> I, I think that what you're um, it's the um, so 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 let me you, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> this is the old uh, uh, mall uh idea you know people paid a lot of money to have their store in the mall because everybody was going to you know uh macy's jc pennies these names are probably completely foreign to you carrie um <laughs> no, <I'm> a... <laughs> places like that I, I, and... I live on earth and i watch movies okay <laughs> and um uh and so they knew that people were going to go to the those big stores and so all these little stores like Forever 21 and Spencer's Gifts and Shoe Depot and all that um way I I remember way too much of that crap. Um um w- w- they knew that they would get the fallout from from these other stores cuz everybody was going there so and also it was a nice environment people could walk around it was a food court blah blah blah. blah. <clears throat> so that's essentially What's selling on Amazon, Bandcamp, and you know, you know, even like using a Shopify thing, um, get the, you have, you've built that. Your people are going to people are there anyways. Um, what it, to get them to go to your other thing, to your own thing, uh, you, you have to you have to create value. You have to have some added value added that they're not going to get by just going to your Bandcamp store. And I, also, I'm not sure. trust. And trust. Well, right, right. And these stores, all these things also have trust. Sure. So I know that if I go to Etsy, I trust Etsy. And Etsy has all that built in for me. I, Etsy's not going to let me get screwed. If I buy something off you, Carrie, and you, you're a total jerk and you don't send it to me and you keep charging me money, I can go to Etsy and say, these guys are really ripping me off. And Etsy will go to back, bat for me and they'll make it all, they'll fix it all. Same way with eBay. Things like that. If you know, if I'm dealing directly with you, that I don't have that protection. So, um, you know, this is a way. These forums is a very way to build trust. But they, I guess, what we're saying, and I want Joe I, I, to c- come in on this. Um, I guess what we're saying what I'm trying to say. And I think what we're all trying to say is like, well, you can't let this be the end all be all. Like, it's a good place to kind of jump off, and maybe you grow your business to the point where you don't need them anymore. You know, maybe somebody like Leah. Who you know? Who has really built a really powerful fan base, and her fans are looking for. They're like looking all over the web for you know because they want to get her stuff. Maybe at this point, like you know that she's using these sites just to get new fans. But her tried and trusted true fans, they're going directly to her to get you know to get their stuff. <clears throat> but this is a way to get started. So, Joe, I want you to uh, uh, speak on this. So, I want to reiterate a few things in my own way. Um, so, the whole example with malls. So there was no internet for the biggest part back then when a lot of people were going to malls when I was younger, like everybody went to the malls, they hung out, they bought things. I mean, that was the big thing to do. And people, companies knew to put their merchandise there because that's where people were going to be these days. You know, people aren't leaving their homes as much. We have the internet. I can talk to the two of you here without leaving my room and 
you know, that's where people are. So it comes down to traffic and being able to get the audience you want to interact with in the way that they want to interact and then creating enough value to get them to go over to a place you own. Now, let me restate that because a place you own might be your website, your email list and so forth. But when you're over here on the places that everybody else is hanging out, Facebook, um, YouTube, um, Amazon, like if you're an e-commerce person and you're selling products and you're not listing those products on Amazon, you're crazy. They have a huge audience. They take a percentage, but that's traffic you don't have to pay for. You pay Amazon instead. So they bring all that traffic to you and yeah, they take a percentage, but it takes so much effort off your plate. So you're renting these other places. Like you're renting this place where you're getting people's attention. And that's what you got to focus on, like on those platforms, how do I get people's attention, get them to know, like, and trust me, and then get them over to a asset that you own. Okay. And, you know, like I said, that could be Etsy, Amazon, Facebook. Uh, it could be a group, however you want to do it, whatever your strategy is. I'm not going to sit here and try to predict for each one of you what your strategy might right, be. Right, right. We could talk. That's, um, a, that's a future call. Right. So it comes down to renting people's attention to drive traffic, which is just getting them to take an action to go from one platform at a small charge or no charge, depending on what you're selling, to something that you do own where you can now upsell those people who you've built a no like and trust with and get them to buy your higher priced items, buy multiple times, stay in front of them. Today, there's so much input coming into us that we're also overwhelmed with messages that if you don't get them over to the thing that you do own, even if it's just an email list, um, and messenger bot is a little bit closer, but they, people like to interact there. But if you don't get them on something to where they're seeing your messages repeatedly, it's kind of like YouTube. Um, people go look at your YouTube videos, but until they push that little bell and say that they want your notifications, you're not hitting them all, all the time. Right. They're not really like raising their hand and saying, hey, I'm part of your audience. Um, I want to know more. So, That's what you need. So what I think we can kind of glean from this discussion is A – you can charge you can if you'd like you can charge the best way of charging is to package it with something um it, this could possibly your this could be like your tripwire you know can i get people to give me a dollar every month we you know joe and we've all talked about how you can if you get people to spend the little wee bit you can get them to crack that wallet open just a little wee bit it makes it way easier for you to get in there and get the bigger dollars down the road, not guaranteed, but easier. <clears throat> so this could be used to something like that. Um, ideally though, we want to as quickly as possible bringing, be bringing them into your own thing, whatever that is. Maybe it is a web forum that you create on your website or you do something with WordPress where you get people hanging out in a community. Um, Moving people, what I've discovered just for me personally, is getting people away from a forum that they like, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, I find that difficult. 
um, to do. So I'm thinking that may, you maybe you start maybe what the first thing that happens is you know you bridge the gap with something like a many chat or chatbot or something some type of chatbot and get them onto email and that might be the way to kind of like start to over time introduce them to your. I, what we're doing is we're adding a lot of steps. And, so, uh, you know, and so the, I think the, the old days of, you know, the uh, get, you know, uh, you know, all oh, the Internet's fast and you could just get on there and you can, you know, um, because just everybody's doing that, <laughs> that we have created a situation where, you know, maybe five years ago, all you had to have was a Facebook group. You know, now there is all people are they're immune to that. They're, they're, they, 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 look, oh, it's a favorite group. I belong to mind of them, blah, 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 whatever. That's cool, whatever. You know, so now we've got to kind of up the ante a little bit and figure out how to get them. And I think this might be a conversation for a future show on getting them off of the group, out of that platform, and get them into whatever it's going to be. Yeah, so people like to hang out where they're already at. And the right. question I would have about forums and stuff like that is people like to do everything in video these days. Like, I want to see the person. I want to hear their voice. Mm-hmm. I want to see if they're um, transparent, like if I can, re- if I really believe what they're saying is true. Um, I want interaction. So a lot of people, it's it's videos where it's at anymore. It's not written well, word as much. That, that That's very easily done, too. They're all, all uh, Almost all the... Uh, newer uh, updated uh apps and stuff will allow tons right. of video. I'm what's the one that a uh, teachable is that what it's called teachable mm-hmm. that has uh, all I mean that's built for video and audio you can you can even separate the audio yeah that's the a video. membership site yeah, so yeah. I'm talking more on the inter- first interaction yeah. where you're actually like it's an open source like let's let's communicate with each other like a group right like facebook well, groups and facebook lives are very good at this um but like when you're tr- pushing them into Teachable, you're t- pushing them into Memberium with WordPress, your ClickFunnels, whatever you're using for your membership site, usually that's content that they're consuming and learning from. And then you can implement gamif- gamification. So you can implement interaction there, but it's not a community. Um, so how do we, so how do we do community? Maybe, maybe again, I feel like we're talking about a lot of stuff that we need to kind of break into other, into other shows, but quickly, you know, you know, give me a a paraphrase. How do we create community away from social media? Um, yes, that's another show. I would say, (laughs) I think we, I think we came in, we came in here with a yes, no question and we've answered it. And I think, and I think, and I think really the community thing is the cliffhanger. So, yeah, so let's talk about that in a future show about yeah. <clears throat> if you're not going to use Facebook to do this or you're going to use it as a kind of intro. I think it's fair. I think what what Joe is saying is absolutely fair. And we all know the power of this. I mean, everybody knows the power of the fa- of the Facebook live, you know, especially when it's done consistently. <clears throat> we understand the power of the Facebook group. <clears throat> I am finding new ways and new ways to manipulate my Facebook group every single day. The more I mess around uh, inside of it. Um, So we all know that that's, you know, we, we know that. So let's, so we were going to talk about in next week, let's talk about how we, what we do once we, once we have them there and we want to move them to the Mm -hmm. thing, the real thing. 
Okay, maybe they keep the, you know, maybe you keep the Facebook group there as a kind of way to kind of quickly answer questions or to keep drawing people in. You know, let's let's say at this point, let's just say at this point, we're not going to charge for the Facebook group. We're going to use it as another kind of like step to suck them in. All right. So what does that look like? What happens at post Facebook group? Where were they going? And no, I'm not talking about selling them something one time. Uh, we've been talking about selling them the big package and, you know, making it personal, all that stuff. That's a probable factor into where you're going to, what kind of uh, subscription program you're going to take them into. But what does that subscription program look like? Where do we put it? What do we do with it? How do we keep people engaged with it? How do we make it worthwhile? You know, and you know, is it, and again, we, I don't think we answered <clears throat> the one question we did not answer. And we'll answer next time is, is it better to charge 99 cents <laughs> and give them a little, you know, you know, or is it better to charge like, you know, $99 and put massive content in there or create different levels or whatever. So let's, let's save that for next week. Um, Anything uh, before we before we go for now, give go around the room one more time. Anything anybody wants to say, anything you want to plug or anything um, before we uh, get out of here. So, Carrie, you go first. Well, um, kjkmusic.co.uk is always my site, and everything else I do, I link from that. Okay, Joe, go ahead and plug your because uh, Joe's a, Joe's a great market. Carrie is amazing musician. <clears throat> and writer. He write uh, he writes for uh, you know he's got a great blog. Wildly entertaining, wildly informative. So make sure you go check him out. Joe is, you know, kind of a marketing uh, guru here, and who we're all learning a lot from. And I'm really grateful to have him here. So, uh, Joe, go ahead and plug what you got too. I would say that there's not a one size fits all as far as groups and packages and value. It all comes down to how are you, how, what kind of value, what kind of problems are you solving for your audience? Right. Um, so I. Every time I try to make a one size fits all for an entrepreneur or music, anyone, it never works. Um, they always have something unique and you want something unique to, to draw your audience. So with that said, um, my company is orangetreemarketing.com and I concentrate on building sales funnels and landing pages and business automation to get people leads and conversions online. So, you know, if, if you have a product, um, most of the time I try to convert that to an offer and that's where the customization comes in because not, we're not all the same and we don't all provide the same value, um, to our market. Um, we all have something unique we can offer. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Carrie. You've been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, Musicians Mastermind. Go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. There's uh, uh, all, all kinds of uh, different podcasts there, including pa you can uh, catch up on past masterminds. We're all over the place. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music, <clears throat> Podbean, Player FM. So you can find it all there, guys. Thanks for hanging out. We'll catch you all in the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.